Matthew 11:28 to 30, located on page 792 in the Pew Bible. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Kelsey. Good morning, everyone. It's an honor and privilege to be with you this morning. Um, This is my first sermon here at Hyde Park, so I'm pretty excited and stoked to be with you. Um, If you guys would join me in prayer, that'd be great. Jesus, may your will be done. Amen. Amen. My name is Emily Felgenhauer. I serve as Director of Youth Ministries here at Hyde Park. I am 29 years old. Um, I have been on staff for about four and a half years now, and I've been in ministry for almost eight years. I was born and raised in a suburb near Chicago, um, and I was raised United Methodist. Is it this mic that's, like, hissing back at me? Like, there's an echo. How's this? Maybe? Better? Okay, fantastic. Um, I was raised in a suburb near Chicago, and I was raised United Methodist, and I was definitely one of those youth group kids. I was at youth group middle school and high school all the time. I went to Bible studies, all of their activities, all of my closest friends were at youth group. And so it was, it was, that was my home. That was my homestead. It was about my, um, I was on a retreat in high school, and I think I was around 17 years old where I first got my call into youth ministry. And I was so excited because I'm getting ready to go to college, and what am I going to major in, and what, what am I going to do for my life? So I got this call into youth ministry, and I went back, and I asked my youth director, um, her name was Amy at the time, and I was like, so Amy, like, how much do you make to be a youth director? <laughs> And then she told me, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Forget it. So I went to college, and I uh, majored in corporate communications. I wanted to be an event planner and plan weddings and, you know, just be like having parties and good Christian fun, and I like to be organized. And so I was like, this is this is my gig. This is what I'm going to do. Well, then it was my senior year of college, and um, I was in my second semester, And I was looking for a job, like, what am I going to do? And I got my call into youth ministry again. This time, it was even more confusing because of the situation I was in. You see, the college that I went to was a Nazarene college. And anybody who knows, Nazarenes are a little bit more strict than us Methodists. Um, And so I had to sign a covenant going into college saying, like, I was not going to do drugs. I wasn't going to do alcohol. I wasn't going to dance. Right. So, um... My my first semester of senior year, needless to say, I got busted for drinking. So what happened then is I um, had to do mandatory counseling. I had three-day suspension. I had a fine to pay. Um, I was president of my honor society, and I had to drop my title. I was vice president of my um, university's choir, had to drop that title. And the worst part of it all was I was living in an apartment off campus, And I had to move to the inner campus dorm, third floor, known as the alcoholic dorm, for all of those of us who got busted for drinking. Oh, blessed. So I get this call into youth ministry again, and I'm like, God, why would you ask me to to like lead youth, to lead teenagers? 
didn't you know that I failed you? Didn't you know that I am a screw up? Like my, my friends have kind of feel weird hanging out with me. My professors feel weird about it. Like I'm an outcast. Didn't you know that I had baggage? Baggage. This is a term that can also be closely related to garbage. Baggage is the load that we carry around with us that keeps us distant from God and God's desire on our lives. So the first bag that I started carrying around with me is the bag of self-doubt. This bag represents the feeling of unworthiness. This is a bag I carried around for a very long time, and I've taken it on and off so many times. I fail often, and I wonder, how is God's grace sufficient for me? Really? Is this bag some one that you recognize too? Is it on your shoulders? For some of you, this is a bag that you know far too well. It's one that you have maybe carried for a very long time. I followed my call into youth ministry after I graduated college, and I had this bag of self-doubt hanging over my shoulder as I walked into my first job in Daytona Beach, Florida. And um, I walked into my position having no idea what to expect. What to expect of a church worker, really. It's funny how much of a pedestal I put those of people who worked in church until I actually started working at church. <laughs> it wasn't too long into my first year of ministry where I realized that humans are messy. Whether you're a child, you're a teenager, you're a mother, you're a father, you're a doctor, a lawyer, if you're homeless, or if you're in full-time ministry, humans are messy. Baggage is something that we all deal with at any age. I know that teens struggle with this so much for working with them for eight years. The funny thing is, baggage sticks with us and we carry it sometimes for a very long time if we don't deal with it. So this bag of self-doubt caused me to look for validation from anyone. I was seeking approval of others in a manner that was getting in the way of my relationship with God and also with my calling. And so... Being a young adult in the party town, USA, Daytona Beach, I got my next heavy burden of unhealthy relationships. How could relationships be baggage, be a burden when God has called us to be in community with one another? I kept walking into unhealthy dating relationships. I allowed these unhealthy relationships into my life, and they caused deep wounds. Have you ever had a relationship in your life that felt like such a burden to you because of unhealthy behavior that you kept choosing over and over instead of dealing with the undermath of it? This leads me to my next bag of garbage that I started carrying. And this one is still really tough for me. This is the bag of control. Control, something I struggle with on a daily basis. I wish I didn't, but I do. And I started carrying this pretty heavily after I got my bag of unhealthiness, unhealthy relationships. You see, my poor choices in relationships led me to grasp even tighter to approval of others, that it quickly turned people away. Shocking how that does that. Control is a bag that I know can be hard for anyone. 
We like to be in charge of our lives and even sometimes the lives of others. When we grab a hold too tightly and try to control situations, we end up losing the people that we love and we care about the most. And then the residue sticks on us, sticks with us. I held on to poor relationships so tightly and desired control of the situation that it led me to carry my next bag, a bag of rejection. Rejection at this point wasn't just in dating, but also in my professional life as well. I had worked for my first church for about three years as their youth director and um, stumbling, stumbling my way through young adulthood when I was told that I was no longer needed or wanted at this position. So in other words, I was fired from a church. It's true. God's house, the place that I was told was safe, that I would be loved, that grace was upon me, and I was told I was no longer wanted. I had failed once again. I wrestled with if ministry was still what God was calling me to. Rejection is one of those bags that is particularly hard for us to work through and take off. Rejection of a job, a family member, a friend, a significant other can be so incredibly hard to overcome. Our ultimate desire is to be wanted. And when that's no longer needed, this bag gets huge and it gets heavy. And it gets in the way of a lot of things in our lives. I went through a lot of counseling, trying to figure out how to take these bags off. Bags come in all different shapes and sizes. They have all different names. And obviously, you have baggage, too, that you know the names of. They're personal. You know the hurts. You know the stories. You know what that looks like. We oftentimes can carry baggage of addiction. Addiction of drugs, addiction of alcohol, food, social media, just addictive behaviors. They are empty wells that we run to to fill up this hole of pain that we try to mask. Another bag that we often carry is that of suffering. This can be due to the loss of a loved one. Sometimes the things that we wish we could have said, we didn't have a chance to. This could also be a suffering of a chronic illness, someone we love, maybe us. It's painful, scary. Don't have answers for it. And then Then there's the unknown bag. This bag is the one when I started talking this morning, you thought of immediately. This is the bag that I don't know the name of what it looks like in your life. I have an unknown bag too. Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, with burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest with your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we carry all of these bags, they get heavy. 
they get tiresome. They get in the way of what God desires for our lives, for who he created us to be. Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins, for all of the wrongdoings that we have done. He was raised from the dead to bridge the gap between sin and God. Jesus transmitted our pain when he died on the cross. He understands our burdens. Why do we often choose that we can handle these bags on our own? Why do we think that we have it all together? We know what we can do with these bags. God wants us to transform our pain, but we are the only ones that can allow him to do it. We have to give them up. We have to truly unburden ourselves. Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. We do this to ourselves. If you're suffering from any of these bags, I want to ask you to pray with me this morning as I take each bag off one by one. Let us both unburden ourselves and give these bags to our loving Father who wants to take these from us, who wants us to find rest in him. Are you tired this morning? You got some bags? For those of us who are carrying self-doubt, Lord, we give you this garbage. For you say in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. For those of us who have unhealthy relationships, Lord, we seek your confidence and wisdom, and we ask for healthy boundaries and strength to create them. For those of us who are struggling with control, Lord, we know that this comes out of a place of fear. You say to us in Matthew 6, 34, Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. For those of us who are carrying heavy burdens of rejection, remind us that you made everything good, that we are beloved no matter what sins we have done, Your grace truly is sufficient for us. Help us to remember that. For those of us who are struggling with addiction, Father, we ask that you release that desire to fill our souls with empty things, but to fill us with your Holy Spirit. For those of us who are here this morning who are suffering, you say in 1 Peter 5.10, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. And then, then there's the unknown bag. Father, I don't know the name of this bag that we are all are carrying this morning. But, Father, you do. 
Give us strength to name it and to hand it over to you. Let us place these bags down at your feet. And so we ask that you release our grip and help us to rest in you. Amen.